Um, you're a Lord of the Rings boy. Boy, am I? And I'm a Lord of the Rings boy. Um, you know how in Fellowship of the Ring, right? They mm-hmm. go into Moria. Mm-hmm. Then there's the riddle, right? In Elvish, that just says "Speak, friend, and enter," and nobody freaking thinks about this because it's not in Elvish; it's in Dwarvish. Well, I, I'm pretty sure it's Elvish. Is it not? It's in Dwarvish. Are you sure? Regardless, they had a dwarf there or an elf there. Uh, why did nobody think of this? The answer to this? Because it was written in a riddle. The easiest riddle that has ever been said. Yes, but when you over... It's the, it's the lesson of it all that when you overthink it... Also, Gandalf knows every password for every door in the in the world. He just couldn't remember this but one. Apparently not this one. Just couldn't remember it. That's nobody I thought just, I just don't nobody understand. thought to chime in. It's more of nobody thought to chime in, not not uh like Gandalf was like, oh I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Nobody thought to chime in. Um I, I just Googled it. It said even though it is of dwarvish or Moria is a dwarvish homestead. The scripture is written in Elvish. Silly. Dwarf doors. Yeah. But like Legolas didn't like, hey, why don't we try this? I'm an elf. Why don't we try Melon? Let's just go back to the fact that you're questioning a fantasy novel about fantasy things. I'm just saying, Gandalf's got a big brain. Literally, in him. he knows a lot. Of, literally, ten minutes later in the film, Gandalf dives into a chasm to the center of the world with a devil, and then smites that's him fair. on a mountaintop. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, okay, so he's not. So, not necessarily like remembering the word to get into the door is not really the worst thing. I don't know why I went that far 10 minutes later. While they're opening the door, a giant Cthulhu squid reaches out and grabs like six people. <laughs> it's true. That's one of the creepiest parts of that movie. I remember being freaked out. Also, one of the hardest parts of that game, that video game that they made. Yes, I was just going to say that. I remember playing that game. I think I had that game on Game Boy. I don't even think I had it on PlayStation. No, nah, it had to be on PlayStation. It was not a Game Boy game. No, I definitely had it. I definitely had it on Game Boy. I definitely had it on Game Boy. Now Boy I'm going to have to Google. There's no way the graphics and, of that game. And I remember that section being particularly tough because you had to like hit each tentacle individually. Yes. And you, it was uh, timed. And, and if you didn't do it right, the hobbits would get taken away. Man. Yeah, it only came out um, on PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, it did come out no on Game way. Boy Advanced. It came out on Game Boy Advanced. Look at that. All right, podcast is over. Joe's been right two times, and it's been two minutes. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Mansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thursday night. Um, Thursday night. 
The Lions are three and one. It's like a whole new world out here. The football is great. The um, Lions are number one NFC. Yeah. We got a. It also it rained today, um, and it rained specifically because of me, and I want to explain why. Yesterday, I had the boys in the backyard, and we were playing around, and I saw just some leaves on the ground. I was like, huh, starting to get some leaves on the ground. It's about that time. And then, boom, rainstorm blows through to knock all the leaves down. Does this every (laughs) fall. I can, like, set my clock to it. It's a coming, but it wasn't 80 degrees like it was the past three days in October. 80 degrees. I hated it. I it's hated insane. every bit of it. Um, can I regale you with a little bit of a of a how my day started today, Joe? Yeah, hit okay. me with it. So let's hop on the way back machine to uh, to late way February. Back. Okay. Okay. Late February, we buy a new car for the family. Nice little Subaru three row mm-hmm. SUV. Very nice. We love it. Buy a new car for the family. It has now hit the mileage from uh, that it needs to get its very first oil change. Okay? Mm, okay. I make the business decision. The dealership we brought, bought it from would give us a free oil change. Okay? Because we bought it. Yeah. But it's about 30 minutes away from us. Okay. The dealership next to my house didn't have the car we wanted, which is why we had to go to the one 30 minutes away. So I make a business decision say, I'm not going to be 30 minutes away, get an oil change, and then come home uh, another 30 minutes. I'm just going to pay all for a free oil change, which is not that expensive to begin with. I'm just going to pay and also set up like going to this dealership for service because they're right next to our house and all this stuff, right? So make the appointment, 9 a.m. First thing, I drop Ben off at school this morning, drive the car all the way in. 9 a.m., I go in, get the oil changed, go to work, right? That's the plan. Walk in, get everything set up, hand him the keys, and goes, okay, I'll come get you about an hour. The lounge is right over there. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, an hour? An hour? An hour. This dealership is walking distance from my house. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I could walk home and then come back. But it's like a mile away. So that's like a 15-minute walk home, a 15-minute walk back, all for an hour. You know, and I was like, I'm just going to tough right. it out, sit here for the hour. It's not the end of the world. Go from there. Okay? I did not sit there for an hour, Joe. I sat there for two hours. What the hell? All to get the oil changed. Uh and an tire rotation I didn't even want. They gave it to me for free. I did, they didn't charge me, but I didn't even I didn't need a tire rotation. The car's brand new. Um and so Oh man. Uh I sat there for for 2 hours. And the reason was because if they had said 2 hours from the beginning, would just gone home. Would just walked home, been like whatever, right. no big deal. But they said 1 hour. And then once it hits 1 hour, you're constantly thinking every minute could be any minute now. Yeah, could be any minute. It's been it's been the time the line, right? You do that sixty times, and it just for an hour, just you do it for an hour. Ugh. So it's so frustrating. I started my day by sitting in the car dealership, uh, looking at my phone with no headphones because I came unprepared because I wasn't expecting to be there for two hours. Uh-huh. Uh, just looking at my phone for two hours uh, for no reason. Oh my god, that's rough. I'm sorry about your luck. 
Just just a terrible way to start the day. Yeah, that's awful. That is that is that is nuts. Um, boy, I hope that they redid your sensors on your tires when they rotated them. They did. They did. Okay. Good. I will. <laughs> besides waiting two hours, everything about the service was 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 great. I mean, they they did the whole multi-point inspection. They gave me an extra twenty dollars off for waiting. Uh, it was yeah. the rot- well, tire rotation was free. They washed the car, but I didn't need oh, all okay. of that stuff to wait two hours for it. Right. They're just, I just needed, they just buttered you up. Yeah. I just need an oil change. Uh, so I'll probably well, go damn. back to the drive through oil change place from here on out. Oh yeah. And there, it's like 15 minutes at the drive through. It, it is quick and easy. There's a Valvoline right next to my house. Uh, they do fine. Oil changes are one of those things that like, you almost can't screw them up, right? Like, right. You could. It's not impossible to screw them up, but like the only way to really do it is if you don't tighten a bolt and don't put oil in it. Exactly. And so, like, I oil changes. I have no problem going through the drive-through one because it's like that's why they're there. If they unscrew the bolt, they drain the oil. They put, yeah. they screw the bolt back in and put the new oil in. Boom, done. That's it. So yeah. Oh well, that sucks. So yeah, that's my dad complaint here. of the day. That's funny. Um, mine is two nights in a row. Cora has had accidents, which isn't kids have accidents. Sure. Kids have accidents. Is she in uh, no pull up at all? Correct. Uh, she she has one on while she sleeps, but uh, throughout the whole day. Yeah, she's in underwear. Oh, I'm with you. Um, I'm sorry. You said accidents. I immediately went overnight. I, she had one during the day. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, during the day. During the day. And uh, last night, she, she, she wasn't naked. She was in her underwear and sitting on the couch. And, and I went to the bathroom or something, came back up, and Cora was just, like, standing in the middle of the living room looking at the TV. And... I was like, hey, what's up? And like Kayla was on the couch and Grayson was being chaotic. I was like, oh, what's up, Cora? Why are you off the couch? It's not like you. She's like, Daddy, I had an accident. I was like, oh. I said, Kayla, Cora had an accident. She's like, what? I'm sitting right here. Like, I didn't even hear. Like, I didn't see. Mm -hmm. Cora didn't say anything about it. I was like, all right, Cora, let's go clean you up. So I took her out into her bedroom and we got her cleaned up and changed. And she just goes, oh, why did I drink so many liquids? (laughs) <laughs> which i thought was hilarious three going on today she, right today she's in her bedroom she's watching her tablet um she's sitting on the edge of her bed i go into her bedroom and i'm talking to her and i'm like hey do you need to go potty if you have to go potty use the potty and i'm like telling her do you need to go potty and she's like nope and i'm like okay i come back two minutes later and Kayla starts changing her for bed and she's like, Cora, you peed your underwear. I was like, I just came in here two minutes ago asking if you had to go potty. Mm. That's dad rough. Child. That's dad rough. I'll give that Ugh. to you. Yeah. It's, it's tough out here for a dad and children that don't sleep. Grayson's asleep right now. He's been asleep since seven. Maybe this because is it. He only took a 20 minute nap today. Uh, he woke up at one point, and I had to lay in his toddler bed with him and pat his butt until he fell back asleep. 
I ha- I had to do but, that uh, for Ben for a long time. That was his. The only way he would go to sleep is if he laid in his crib and I patted his butt for like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. But then, anyway, just dad rough stuff. Uh, let's catch up a little bit. It's been a long while. Been a couple weeks. Yeah, been a while. In a couple weeks, lots happened. Will turned one. He did. He had a birthday party. So Will had one, or Will turned one. had had a birthday party to turn one, um, and it was great. So um, my dad was in town. My dad, and my stepmom, and um, my sister. Um, funny enough, both of my sisters came. I think it was the first time any of our friend, yeah. my friends, had seen both my sisters in one room. Yeah. Um, funny story about my family. My sister is on my dad's side is the oldest of my dad. Who's the oldest. And then my, okay. it's not fun anymore. Uh, because my aunt decided she was going to adopt a bunch of babies and now they're all like five and six. But for a long time, my dad right. had the oldest daughter and the youngest daughter in the family. Um, Oh really? Because so my older sister is two years older than me. And then my youngest sister is, 13 years younger than me oh wow yeah she just turned 16 this year 17 whatever 30 minus wow. 13 is um so yeah it's crazy anyway um so everybody came to town family came to town uh for all for you guys all stopped by and uh we had a grand old time we uh catered it with a uh, coney which yeah they were good i thought it worked pretty well i yeah, I thought that was good. So we talked about the theme of the party was rookie year because we were going with baseball. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing we were like, baseball, hot dogs, chili dogs, do it up. Um, yeah. And anybody listening to this that's not from Southeast Michigan or never heard of Coney Island, um, they're famous for a hot dog slathered in chili with onions and mustard on it. That's- yeah, but it's not like... Chili, chili. It's like very hamburger forward. They call it chili uh, sauce in a meat sauce. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's like uh, it's. I I think that's the best way to put it. Is like it's thicker than like meat sauce for for pasta, but it's on the same. It's right. in the same family. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like a a hamburger. It's sauce freaking delicious. Is what it is. It's so good. It is. It is <laughs> so, so good. good. Um. So we got a. Uh, we got a bunch of. We got forty-eight hot dogs or something like that. We only had six left over at the end of the party. People chowed through them. Wow. And it's, it was. It's great. Like, you know, it was great. Like, when you're hungry and an hour, like, go grab another hot dog. Toss like, another one on. Um, it was yeah. cool enough. I felt like the bugs weren't really a problem either. That's always my issue with like catering things no, like that. Is like it was also like sixty mile an hour winds. That's a good point. It was very windy, <laughs> very windy. Um, so we did all that. I watched your stepmom bite into a pepperoncini, and the juice splattered out, and then the wind took it and carried it into your dad's face. <laughs> perfection perfect that was like cinematic cinematic <laughs> quality it was perfection um yeah yeah it was, i mean it was it was a good time it was a very good time um we did the cake for for will um what else we had we had a popcorn we had a popcorn machine we had cracker jack boxes we had big league chew that was popcorn a machine idea. was a hit popcorn machine was a hit 
Yeah, the big league chew is great. Can I tell you um, what the biggest hit of the whole party chip- was? The biggest one? What's that? It was a kid-focused one. We had... So, the juice boxes were, came in packs yes. of 12, I believe. I think they're 12-pack juice Probably. boxes, right? Three of those. So, 12, 24, 36 juice boxes. There were yeah. two, four, six, only six kids, seven kids. I think only six, sure. right? My sister's, yours, and mine. Oh, and my nephew's. Uh, and my um, Katie's yeah. sister, too. So... So eight kids, but still, 36 juice boxes, eight kids. Two juice boxes were left over. Kids will slam juice boxes. I'm telling you, have, they, giving them open access, that cooler was the biggest mistake anybody could have made ever. <laughs> now, did you find like half drink juice boxes laying around? I think they all, I, I actually didn't have to pick up that much trash. I think the, the parents had gone oh, okay, through and... Yeah picked up and like yeah, yeah, cleaned yeah. up before I, I got out there. So I didn't see how many uh, were out there, but yeah, that was uh, a hefty amount of juice boxes were drank. Yeah. Yeah. Kids love juice boxes and our kids, my kids and your kids only almost fought like four times That's a good over point. your little play car that Ben had sitting behind uh, uh, your shed. That the wheel is that Katie got out of a free like going to trash pile on the side of the road, uh, and funny. the wheel is falling off of it. So, actually, we got a new yeah. one. Your kids are gonna love it the next time they come over. That was my stepmom got Ben okay. a new one for his birthday, um, and it's a truck like with a truck bed. It's a pickup truck. Oh really? Yeah, that's fun. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was nice. It's nice to hang out with our friends, you know, like, yes, I, I don't see them as often being an hour away. So it's nice to just like sit around and BS, have some beers, uh, let the kids just run around. The kids are now old enough too that they can just play together. I was joking about yeah. this or com- contrasting it to the last time we did this, which was two years ago for Ben's first birthday party. And I was contrasting it to a how less kids there were then, um, right. and how smaller all you know how much smaller all the other kids were. But so there were less kids. It was just Cora who was one, almost two, and then Ben who was turning yeah. one. Right, and the difference in energy and like vibe of the entire party, um, because of how much older the kids are and the age they're getting to and the stuff that they do, like. I didn't have to really watch my kids at all. Like, right. you just had to check on them, make sure they weren't getting into anything. Um, because they're all getting to the age that they can just play. They can just get in the, yeah, go in and play with that broken down, uh, cubby car, whatever they call it. And, uh, you know, right. they can, they can go in and do all the other stuff. We had the water table that we had out and things like that. Like, um, I can mm-hmm. just go play and, and play with the other kids and like actually play together, which was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is cool to see kids interact and, and have fun and, and be at that age. Grayson just needs to be like six months older where he realizes like when he, he's at the middle age where there's kids, we have friends with 
kids older than him and younger than him, but nobody right his age. So like he wants to run with Cora and Charlie, Mm -hmm. but they're like so high energy, you know, so fast, so coordinated that he can't. And then when we hang out with the Sanborns, they have their baby Cal, Mm -hmm. who is 11 months old, or I'm sorry, nine months old. And like, you know, just now starting to crawl. Like, so there's not really, he's at the weird age right now. Uh, But, but it is fun to see them just run and play. I love it. Uh, It's a good time to to watch and and see how they interact and just see them come up with their own rules for things Mm -hmm. and and how they talk to each other is always, is always fun. Uh, Where it's really starting to get to that spot too of like, uh, we don't have to intervene like while they play. Yeah. That was a big, you have Charlie and Cora who are really (laughs) close in age. Ben actually was in the same spot. Grayson was for a long time, right? Where he's two years younger than, or yeah. 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 So he's two years younger than Sawyer, right? Who's two years younger than Sam. So Sam's seven, Sawyer's five, Mm -hmm. Ben's three. And like they, have not really been there they've been that way now for about a year right when ben turned two that was when he finally like caught up in in that but like for a long time he wasn't able to do that and so it's cool to just let them kind of like be out there playing and be hands-off and let them kind of do it and not having to play with them yeah yeah for sure for sure it was neat now will's one now i officially have a one-year-old um and within the last two days he's taught himself how to walk so all right yep look at that it literally uh he would he would started ben walked faster i don't know why but ben went like took a longer took longer to crawl but walked faster i know that's kind of a funny way but like ben crawled for like a month and a half i was like i'm not this is this is not for me i'm not gonna crawl anymore i'm just gonna walk uh and then started walking and by like 11 months ben was walking pretty much full-time will you know obviously just turned one he's like a one in two weeks or something like that um but like within the last four ish days he went from walking after standing up on something like pulling himself up on the couch taking two three steps falling down uh to now he just stands up and starts walking walks like stands up by himself walks four or five steps falls back down crawls the rest of the way it's it's wild how once that stuff just clicks it just happens like it just goes and it's all in like one mental leap too like i i was saying this last week both the kids are in mental leaps right now um ben's mental leap might kill me because he's three years old and just purposely defying everything that we're saying um yeah three-year-olds are the worst don't ever just skip this age just tell your kids not to turn three uh go straight from two ish to five um and then, uh, but then Will's on the other hand is just walking. Like that's the difference between the two. Like Ben's mental leap is he's learning yeah. boundaries and how to defy you. And Will literally is going from crawling to walking all in one mental leap. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a little human, you know, even more so the walking and then the talking comes after that. And then the anger and the rage of a toddler you're gonna get you're gonna have it all soon. I know. I'm not ready for it. Nah. He's gonna be he's gonna be great when he walks. It's gonna be fun. They they just got I mean, you already have your stairs covered. I just feel like when they walk, they just have no visualization of where their feet are. 
They just have no idea. So they're just going to step on everything. He he started this. I, I was telling Katie. I've said this actually probably a couple times. Ben never took a lot of risks. And, um, and it, because of that, I didn't feel like he was in danger as much, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Will will just, just YOLO it. Just try and climb anything <laughs> today. Oh, I should have started with this as, as my dad moment. Actually, it plays right in the topic we're going to get into. So I'm going to say this now. You're going to go into your yeah. vacation. Then we'll finally get to our topic. Okay. So Will, we, he naps in, in Katie and I's bed. And we put a bunch of pillows and stuff around. No big deal. But sometimes when, yeah. uh, and then we have a camera on him. So I watch the camera. Katie's mom put him down right. for a nap today. I had the, the camera up. I was watching it uh, while I was at work. And I look down and I see he's sat up. And I go to text Katie's mom to say, hey, he's awake. And he just starts crawling right. towards the end of the bed. Just starts booking it. <laughs> and Joe, I kid you not, dead sprint, left my phone down from my basement. And he, that bed is directly above me, which means I have to run to the front of the house, up the stairs, back to the back of the house right. to catch him. The gate was up at the top of the stairs. So I sprinted yeah. from my chair right here to the top of the stairs, box jumped like two foot, just hopped over the <laughs> gate and sprinted to the back of the bedroom to try and make sure he didn't just yeet himself. Yeah. Like not even time to text to say, hey, go get, I just, no time, sprinted from my chair uh, and turns out he only crawled like two, three steps and then sat up and waited there. So it was all for naught. So. Oh, okay. Oof, oof. Nothing but full dad adrenaline pumping through these good veins. moves, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I impressed myself with that box jump. I still good. got it. I could still, I could still play sports, Joe. You still got it. And you have a pretty, you have a much higher leap to make than other people. Hey, easy now. <laughs> All right. Tell me about your vacation. So you left. The reason we didn't have an episode last week is because you left. People want to know what you did. I left. I went to Myrtle Beach. The family and I hopped on a plane and we went to Myrtle Beach for uh, four days. Um, so last Monday, we took off. Um, our plane left at 8.30. So we had to leave, like, you know, we, Kayla and I got up at 4.30, got around and then woke the kids up right around 5-ish shortly after five and then we were out the door by 5 30 to to head to the airport um because detroit airport is absurd yes it absolutely Um, is (laughs) uh if you've never been to the detroit airport it is huge it is the whole airport is just a city it is ridiculous it's massive they have a tram that takes you from one end to the other it's the biggest most chaotic place um so we woke the kids up and they were in pretty good spirits um they grayson slept on the way to the airport and when we got there like check-in actually wasn't that bad going through tsa i was really afraid it was going to be terrible um we took our wagon Hmm. our collapsible wagon and we got to go through tsa with it like we didn't have to check it or anything really all the way up to the gate with it yeah yeah, so we took it all the way up to the gate, which was so nice because we had two backpacks and three um, carry-on bags. So it helped just, you know, haul stuff, basically. 
And when I got to the gate, I had to gate check it, but that was only like 30 bucks to, to check the wagon. I was like, yep, whatever. Totally worth it. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they made you pay originally for Originally, I was going to... So they don't make you pay for strollers, at least Delta doesn't, but they make you pay for wagons. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. It's kind of ticky-tacky, but um, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, 30 bucks, totally worth it to be able to haul bags through the airport with the kids. Like, it was so much better. Um, so we get on the plane, you know, we finally get on. We, we get on uh, one of the first, because we have kids, we could get on early. I was kind of nervous. I was really worried about how these kids would do on the plane. Yeah. Um, because Grayson's so wiggly. He's so, he has to just like yeah, move just and do stuff. Like, yeah. um, we get on the plane. Cora sits down in her seat. They sit down in the middle and Kayla and Grayson are on the aisle seat. And, you know, we're just sitting there for a few minutes. And everybody's being kind of chill. Mm-hmm. And Cora l- realizes there's a screen in front of her. And she clicks it, and then she just sees all these movies. Yeah, anything she wants. And she's like, oh. She's like, give me my headphones. So I just give her headphones, and she just literally, the whole flight, just switches movies. Like, totally fine the whole way there. Grayson passes out 15 minutes into the flight. Wow. Sleeps the entire way there. Beautiful. It was so good. It was so good. Um. And then we got there. I had rented a car from Turo, and I rented um, car seats from an app called Baby Quip. Um, and I coordinated them to be at the same spot at the same time, but they both came up to the check at Myrtle Beach or the exit. Yeah, it's not a very big airport. Um, it's not a very big airport at all. Um, I see the car. He's coming. Then the truck's coming with my car seat. So I wave the car down, and I go, and I run, and I grab the meet the guy with the car seat and he's like here i have a car seat for you and i was like i need two car seats he's like oh i was only told one car seat and i was like well i have two kids here now he's like Ugh. okay he's like well where are you gonna be i can drop one off i was like but i have two kids here now yeah, I, I need I, another one <laughs> i need to drive away from this place with two car seats yeah so he's like, hold on. Uh, and he leaves and he's like, I, it'll, I'll be right back. It's only going to take me 20 minutes. So I was like, that's fine. So I get the car and I get the car seat in it and whatever. And he comes back 20 minutes later with the second car seat. Thank God. The woman he was picking us up from would, lived really close. Like if it was an mm. hour drive, it was going to be a pain in the ass. Um, got the car seats. Um, go to Walmart and Cora passes out on the way to Walmart because we were going to pick up groceries and stuff. And we were able to check in at noon instead of four. Our flight got in at 10.30. So everything like lined up perfectly. So we finally we got into our resort hotel, whatever you want to call it, condo at like 1 o'clock two, or 2 o'clock or so. Like it was perfect. Um, anyway, the rest of the week, we it was hot. Fairly hot yeah. for like Monday and Tuesday. I mean, it's still. And then Wednesday and Thursday, it was like in the 70s. Oh, that's nice. Um. Yeah, and kind of cloudy. So the first two days were really nice there. The second two days were still nice, just not as hot or sunny. Um, but we went to um, the Botanical Gardens, Brook, Brook Green Gardens, Brookhaven Gardens, sure. something like that, which were amazing. It was a huge, it's a huge area. They have like a zoo there too. So you could like go to the zoo, walk through all these gardens. So that was pretty amazing. Um, we went to a couple breweries. We went to an aquarium. 
we hung out at the ocean. We walked the boardwalk. Um, so we kind of did a little bit of everything. It's it's touristy enough that like when we had to go do things like get out of the house, um, we could be like, hey, let's go. You know, we're gonna go to the aquarium, yeah. whatever it may be. But also we had two pools in the resort and we were on the ocean so we could also just go oh, that's outside great. yeah that's great to. yeah so the entire week the kids were really good um we stayed up late every night we slept in every day uh kayla and i drank wine beer every night um but biggest downside the one thing that happened uh we were at a brewery that was amazing. It was an amazing brewery. The outdoor was very cool. It was set up with like hammocks and um, cornhole games and tennis table or ping pong tables. Uh, it was just an amazing area and a fun space overall. Cora wanted to lay in the hammock, which was, I don't know, 20 yards from where we were sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh and Gray was kind of fussing with Cora, or with Kayla. And Kayla yelled at me and said, hey, I'm going to send Gray down. You know, keep an eye on him. And I said, okay. And as soon as she puts him down, I looked, at, I looked up and I said, Grayson, do not run into that ping pong table. And he just freaking books it and then slams his head oh, into this ping pong man. table. And, like, it, it lays him out. Like instantly black with a mm-hmm. scrape across his head, and did one of those cries that's like it takes ten seconds before he makes yeah, a noise. Yeah, it, like it, it was, gives him. Oh, oh, it was bad. It was really like it was loud. It was really bad. Um. So, so yeah. So we did that. Um, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun to see the kids in the ocean for the first time. You know, and enjoying it and being, we didn't really go into the ocean to swim, but. I was going to uh, ask, how do your kids do in the, the big water? You know, they've never really, they didn't do it. They just kind of sat and played as the yeah. tide was coming in. The they big didn't, waves, they didn't really the big get waves much. in the ocean are pretty tough, I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So the farthest they got in was maybe, I don't know, barely to their knees. So maybe foot and a half a foot up if that um so they didn't really get in it too much they didn't get in and swim but we spent time down there just roaming around looking for seashells cora was building sand castles and um catching water and and was down there running around so um she loved that she loved the pool she loved swimming and she's like all about swimming now she put a uh um puddle jumper on her and she'll jump into a pool and swim mm-hmm. around without anybody like um so she loved that the weirdest part about this whole vacation was we would get up do our thing and then they wouldn't nap until like four or five o'clock and like we would fight to not have that happen Mm-mm. but like every day it they hit a wall at like four or five o'clock because we had been so busy doing things that they would yeah. just dunk and be out and then they'd be up to like midnight and it's like, Ugh, okay, but we're on vacation. So it's fine. It's still kind of annoying. What do you mean on vacation? Right. That's the time your kids go to bed when they're at home, Joe. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um, 
but overall it was it was amazing it was a lot of fun it's the first vacation we took just mm-hmm. the four of us um so it was really nice just to be a, a family out on yeah. vacation having our own agenda right having our own plan not having to cater to anybody else like it's a pretty amazing experience to to do and um like i said seeing the kids play in the ocean for the first time was pretty awesome uh Cora loved just looking at the ocean and loved the beach. Um, Grayson just went with the flow for the most part. We wandered around wherever we needed to wander around at. Um, it, was, it was awesome. And then the flight back, um, flight left at a, a 11. So it was a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, we still woke up early. And, uh, and it was still pretty good. Cora did kind of the same thing. Just browse the movies. Grayson again fell asleep for about an hour, but then was up like the last half hour, pretty squirmy and like wanting to get loose. The flight home is um, always worse. It doesn't even matter if the kids are the same. It's it's a worse flight. Yeah. So like, every little bit is going to feel worse. Yeah. Oh, and that's that was the other thing. So our wagon, right? DTE is huge. DTE DTW is huge. Yes. Right. So we came in on our flight, and we didn't have our wagon with us to take the kids through the airport to get to our car, which was on, like, the clear other side. Um, so we had to walk through, basically, DTW to baggage claim, which was, like, downstairs, other side of the airport, mm. um, you know, to get our wagon. And when we got to the carousel, it wasn't there. Oh, And... I was like, oh my God, like, did somebody steal this wagon? Like, my kids are tired. I'm tired. That, that I'm sucks. Hot. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we put the kids on the, our, um, they wouldn't check it under the plane bags. at all. Like, they wouldn't do the whole drop it off at the top of the stairs thing. Nope. They didn't do that. What they did was they put it at the oversized baggage claim, mm. which is, Baggage claim at DTW is huge as well. It's and like it's 12 right in the middle. different uh, carousels, yeah. Yeah, and we didn't know that, so we had to find somebody, and they told us. But what we did to carry to get the kids through the airport, at first we put them on our bags, like on our luggage, yep. and pulled out the handle and wheeled them. <laughs> Funny enough, eventually... that's how I pulled Ben through uh, the airport as well, is I have a roller bag, and I was like, yeah. all right, bud, grab onto the handles, and we're just going. Yeah, and then I found... A random wheelchair, like sitting in the middle of uh, a gate that was empty. Uh, there was like four or five wheelchairs there, and I grabbed one. And I was like, "All right, get on the wheelchair. We're going." And I just wheelchaired him through the airport. I was like, "I, I don't even care if I need to check this out or whatever. I'm just taking it." Um, I love it. Yeah. So overall, good vacation. Would do again. Uh, Myrtle Beach, pretty good. Uh, I had fun. I think it's better um, with kids. Obviously, I'm a little biased because yeah. my parents lived there for six years or however long they lived there. Um, yeah. It's, you ever been to Niagara Falls? Did I ask you this? No. Okay. No, I've never been. Myrtle Beach and Niagara Falls give off the same energy, which is just overtly touristy. Like, oh, yeah. Cheap signs, buildings that you wouldn't see in a regular city. Like, 
uh yeah just overtly touristy not even and to contrast it with like northern michigan this is narrow casting i'm sorry for those people that have never been to myrtle beach nor niagara <laughs> falls nor northern michigan but northern michigan is touristy but the towns are towns that have shops that are touristy right like it's yeah. a town that has like one or two shops that are touristy myrtle beach is like just touristy uh oh for sure and and like niagara falls the same way that's why i compared the two because like they give off similar vibes um and it's just it's probably better with kids because all you're doing is pool beach hang out you can do like yeah. the, the putt putt and the things like that katie and i talked about going to vacation we're like oh we can go to myrtle beach for two adults i just don't it's just not like what i would pick yeah so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't go if it was just you know that's a lie if it was just me and kayla and we decided to go to myrtle beach again and it was like us or a group of friends i would if we stayed in north myrtle beach yeah where it's a little bit nicer there's a little bit it seems like a lot more of the like in quotations higher end like breweries and restaurants up there um like you know there's some nightlife and some bars and places to go check out which seem pretty cool but yeah it's definitely like i it wouldn't be my first my first choice anymore but i'm glad it was good to go with the kids because we had the beach we had the pool we could go on the boardwalk and find cotton candy and ice cream Mm -hmm. like yeah you know everything we needed um yeah pretty cool overall had a blast that's awesome i'm glad you guys had fun um hopefully we will be doing a vacation next year we'll see where we actually i don't we might we might do a little something this fall um katie's mom has to get surgery um so katie has to take some Mm. time off work um because katie's mom's our child care um and but with katie taking some time off work because i work from home we could go somewhere and I could work while we're there and we could go on a, yeah. a little thing. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what comes of it. It's probably not going to be that big. Um, but right. uh, yeah, we're looking, I'm glad you guys got out there. I'm glad you guys got a, a little yeah. break out, out of the, out of the cold, even though it probably wasn't that cold when you left. It's still pretty early, but no, it, it was colder in Myrtle beach when we left Myrtle beach than here in Michigan. Like it was warmer here in Michigan uh which is crazy that's wild um yeah but when we got back we got a text from two of our very good friends that also have a baby um and they said hey do you guys want to go on on a vacation in february like up north somewhere Mm -hmm. during the winter do you guys want to go up north somewhere just get away for a weekend and we said sure and our friend kara said oh there's this cute spot in traverse city that's pretty cheap and she sent us the the airbnb and it's the same one from Kevin's bachelor party. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. That's yeah, very yeah. I funny. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I was like, I was like, huh. I was like, hey, it worked for a bunch of nerds that ate hot wings and played board games. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I, we all deserve vacation. Go take one. I know it's hard right now. Times are hard. Go take, one. Go take a, go take some kind of vacation. I think it's something uh, yeah. I know that like we haven't done enough and I, it's been, there's a million reasons not to, we keep talking about finances and time and the kids and things like that. But like, it is important. So go do it. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Go do it. 
Um, yeah. So, real quick before we get out of here, let's chat about some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, something happened earlier this week on Tuesday. It kind of got me thinking about. Um, I felt almost like a failure as a dad, mm. and a little bit upset with myself. Um, we went for a walk, and Cora wanted to ride her bike, and we said sure. Um, and we have a helmet for her, and she did pretty amazing. You know, we rode, I don't know, maybe half a mile total, maybe a mile, if that, That's around, good. probably a mile, um, half a mile around our town. And she was going fast, you know, and then we tell her, hey, slow down, and she understood how to work the brakes. But then there was a moment where we got back onto our road, and it kind of goes downhill, and she's going kind of fast. And I was like, Cora, you know, pay attention. Like, you got to look out. And she's, like, looking behind, yelling at us, I'm winning, I'm winning, you know, whatever it is. Yep. She's yelling. Cause... <laughs> and she starts heading for a curb, and she's panicking. Uh, and she's really close to it, and I can see that she's panicking, and she's not stopping. And I froze. I was maybe 20 feet from her. Could have ran and got her. And my body just froze. And I don't know why. And I've been like. Not grieving. But just like. Been in this weird kind of. It's been sticking with me like a. Like, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I. Why did my body just freeze up like that? And I don't know the answer to it. But it made me just kind of be like. Oh, like I, I, my dad reflexes didn't kick in or they kicked in too much. And my brain got stuck on every scenario that could happen sure. and couldn't, my feet, my feet couldn't move. Um, and she hit the curb and she went down. Um, she, you know, landed on her side. She didn't get scraped or anything. She had her helmet on. Um, and while this happened, while I was frozen there, Kayla was behind me just yelling at me like, Joe, Joe, like Joe, like seeing it all happen too um and it just freaked me out like i don't know why it happened and again i uh, you don't know why it happened but i'm you're my therapist now uh you've gone to therapy a couple times you know how I it works try <laughs> gone to therapy for a few years now um yeah so the first thing as yeah, as, as your pseudo therapist um that this happens all the time. I like it is using the phrase dad reflexes is something we've talked about on the podcast before. I yeah. I like to pride myself on it, to be honest. I know that's a silly thing, but like yeah. I have quick reflexes. I've always had quick reflexes. I was at one point an athlete, a fairly good athlete. Um Right. So I, I've pride my, I've caught Ben doing thing, you know, falling off couches. I've, you know, things like that. Yeah. But when you put yourself in that mindset of like, I'm going to be Superman, that's essentially what you're telling yourself, right? I'm the dad. I'm going right. to be Superman. You don't let yourself, you don't leave yourself any room to make those mistakes. And it's not even a mistake, really. It's, you don't have any control over that. You, mm -hmm. we call them reflexes because reflexes are what happens when you're not thinking. You just do it. You just reach out and grab right. it. You're not always going to have that. 
And I've, I mean, the same, it's always happening. Hell, we've talked about this. I almost chopped Ben's toe off. Right. I mean, you know, like this, these things, kids are chaos. They're just small balls of chaos, right? We've talked about this all the time. They just are wild. You're not always going to be able to see what, A, what happens next. You're not going to be able to see what's actually going to happen. You're also not going to be able to stop, even if they, even if you see it. And like today, Ben was walking on the couch and just wasn't paying attention, went head first down. Luckily, there was a pillow under the couch, but he just, I mean, it was, it was almost com- comedic the way he just went from standing on the couch to head first into a pillow and then on his butt uh, in front of the couch. Like, these things just happen because kids are chaos and they don't pay attention and they don't do, you know, they're just not full-fledged adults, um, obviously. But, like, they don't have right. all of that, the processing and, and consequences and things like that. And you can't always just do it. Like, you can't be the person that just saves the day all the time. That's not your job. It's not anybody's job. Uh, you'd like to. Mm-hmm. You'd absolutely like to. Um, and right. even in this moment where you're saying, like, I could. I could have stopped them, but I got, you know, analysis paralysis. I got stuck in that's the same thing as if you weren't there, you know, it's the same reaction. You're not, you're not worse off because you were standing there and couldn't do it because it's the same as if you just weren't there because you physically weren't able to do it. You know, it's not a you thing. It's not because of your brain or whatever. It's not. Sometimes you're able to make the save and sometimes you're not. It's just how it goes. It sucks. Uh, I think we all, after I just ranted, I'll talk a little bit more. Um, this, when you sent me this topic idea, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And we all, it's something that on a larger scale, I've been working on in my, in my own therapy journey of like where to invest my self-worth, right? Where to put mm-hmm. in like what what the meaning of life and what everything means to me. Right. And when we as dads put our self-worth into being that superhero figure, that savior figure, little tiny mistakes, like you said it yourself, Cord didn't even get scraped. She had a helmet on. She didn't even get scraped. It like, again, I almost got my son's toe off when he was eight months old, nine months old. You didn't have anything close to that. And so as you put in this, like the amount of, of, of weight and self-worth into saving these moments, it becomes, you, you see it as a reflection of you. Right. And I do the same thing. I can say you because I do the same thing. Right. I I go, right. It is, it is, is an us problem. Um, but the more you do that when small things shake that, you feel like more than just, Oh, I made a mistake or more. Um, it, you feel like you violated like one of your core principles, right? You feel like you've, you've messed up completely. Um, right. And, and you have it. You just like, you had a little analysis paralysis. Couldn't, couldn't jump in. And that was the end of it. Like, yeah. Things Cora well, won't remember in five minutes, you know? Right. Yeah. Part, 
part of me also wonders if my body partially let it happen for her to see what happens. Sure. Does that make sense? Like, you know, hey, Cora, we've told you a couple times, like, don't go too fast, pay attention, this and that. I don't think I purposefully just, you know, like kicked her into a curb and said, good no, luck. No. But part of me wonders if, if that's part of what ran through, you know, my subconscious is like, okay, she's kind of got to see what happens, you know. Not, that's probably not the right way to look at it, you know, or, or to approach a situation. But I wonder if that's part of this. What am I going to do? What am I doing? Why am I standing here? If that's part of what was in there too, was like, she's headed for a curb. She's either, you know, got to hit the brake and, and see what happens or she's going to hit this curb it could, and see what happens. I mean, and that's, <laughs> it could even be, you talk about analysis paralysis. One of those, like, weighing the options of it you probably didn't know if she was going to hit the brakes or not, right? You don't want to just right. jump in and, and grab her. If What if she does hit the brakes? What if she does it the right way? Right. I run into that all the time. Like, we just talked about Will's learning how to walk. I can't catch him every time he takes a step because if I did, he wouldn't take that step, right? Because what if it works? Right. Now, what if he falls flat on his face because he's trying to walk and doesn't know how to catch himself yet? But that's... That's the risk we run, right? So even if you're not you're not consciously saying, like, oh, I want her to hit the curb, you would, you, I know you well enough, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> but like, even if you're saying to yourself, I have to give her some space to make her own mistakes. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, that's yeah. We all have that. Same thing with her running, learning yeah. how to walk. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's a good way to look at it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, just remember, we're all out here trying our you know, best. That's it. We're just trying our best. After it happened, you know, she cried a lot and yelled and screamed. And one thing we've learned to ask her when anything happens um, is, did it hurt you or did it scare you? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it scared her. You know, it scared me. I'm scared. We're like, okay. You know, and I told her, I held her, and I was like, I'm sorry that I didn't catch you. I'm sorry I wasn't there, um, but I'll catch you next time. Um, so I think it did scare her more than anything because, um, you know, she wasn't prepared for it. She doesn't know how to get out of that situation. But, um, yeah, thanks, bud. You're you're a good talker. Joe, I appreciate that, especially because... Like I said, I've been in therapy for, for two years now. Um, and so <laughs> I had to reprogram how I talk to myself about these things. Yeah. And so that makes it easier to give advice and talk through it with you because I, I've done it many a times. I mean, and, and it's, right. a, it's such a common thing and, and we don't talk about it enough. And I know like to take this a little bit more vulnerable, uh, but like, I do pride myself on being a dad. I think it's the reason we have a podcast about it. The reason we talk about this all the time, like being a dad is the greatest thing that we've done. But in right. saying that in putting that amount of energy in it, you inherently put that much expectation into it that you have to consistently be that. And so like this has in wanting to be the best dad ever in wanting to be number one all the time i second guess and third guess everything i do did i yell at ben too much did i you know 
Did I not communicate that right? Did I not teach him how to convey his emotions? Am I teaching him to respond poorly? Am I not doing the right thing here? Do, do I, am I not helping enough with will? Am I not? All of those things all the time are just constant things. It's the same thing. Did I not catch Cora? Did I not, you know, use the right words to, to, uh, you know, respond to the situation? Did I not do when we put that much energy and that much expectation in it, you're going to be let down. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you're let down and you're hurt like that, it weighs double as hard because of how much expectation and self-worth you've put into it. So it's hard, but these things happen. You're going, you're going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And and thank you. Saying you're going to be better is even wrong because you didn't do anything wrong in the first place. It's just a situation that happened. That's and did what you could. And that was it. That was it. Um, I guess like most things that we talk about when it gets serious is we're just out here doing our best. That's Uh, all it is. We are the best dads we can be, right? And we're just trying. We're living. We're trying. We're doing what we can. And none of that is a fault on our dadships, our dadhoods. 100%. Um. So, with all that being said, uh, shit's going to happen in all your lives, too. And I guess, you know, sometimes you can't always stop it from happening. And even though you want to and you feel bad about it, we take it, we learn from it, and uh, we move on. And let's all Um, be nicer to ourselves. And let's all be nicer to ourselves and take a vacation. I love that. I love that message. Um, that's what this whole thing's going to be about. <laughs> what Jimmy Buffett would want. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, pour one out for, for the Buffett. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Jared. I appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's, let's get out of here. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, I think things are going to calm down now, so hopefully we'll be on a weekly cadence, but who knows? We, we're parents. We don't know what's going to happen. Never, I'll never commit to it. <laughs> we'll be here when we we'll, we'll uh, be here. Yeah, but we appreciate you all for always coming back, regardless of when we come back. Um, if you haven't already, give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, a rating, a review. All that stuff really helps us, helps us out. Um, send us emails and uh, let us know what's going on with your lives. Uh, we have a guy named... Uh, I'm going to shout him out. Uh, his name's Rocky. He's been kind of keeping us updated as he's been catching up through the podcast and what's going on in his life. Uh, and it's been awesome to hear from him and, and get his check-ins with, with his journey. Um, shoot us emails at bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. Uh, if you haven't, like I said, give us those ratings and, and, and reviews. Um, thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And as always, don't forget to go to shopforfathers.com, F-O-R-E, fathers.com, and use code BDE25 at checkout for 25% off your purchases. Go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter, Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. So go follow us there. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, You know, the reason we keep doing what we're doing. So you keep listening, we'll keep talking. Uh, so thank you guys so much I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez remember click your tongs twice before you use them
Dads. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.